सानी दे सानी दे Welcome back to the Dead Dad Society. Hey guys, my name is Mitch Galling. I am your host. Um again, no one no one has made it uh to the club. That's fine. That's okay. Um hopefully someone will come soon, but I did actually I just ordered quite a big sushi platter, so hopefully someone comes because I will I'll probably I'll eat it all anyway. But um yeah, thanks for coming back to the Dead Dad Society. Hope you guys liked the last episode. It was a lot of fun. Got a lot of love, a lot of love from people, so I appreciate that very much. Um What's yeah? What's what's been going on? What's happening? There's no one. No one sent us any Paul Blarts. No one sent us any Paul Blarts yet, which is really upsetting me. Um, Alvin still hasn't given me access to his Apple, uh, to his uh, what is it? I I iTunes, iTunes do you, on iTunes. Store. Back when iTunes cards were a big thing, it was a cool. Was it? You had a cool. You had a cool auntie or a cool uncle there that gave you a fifty dollar card. I reckon. Fifty dollar iTunes card that was shown to the video. Um, movies, iTunes store. And down, do you remember what else you downloaded? It was a top hit. It was one of the top hits. Paul Bart was a top hit. Yeah. Get. When did that come out? 2010? 2009? Mm. Some, some, sometime around it. It came out. I'll say that. Yeah, it just um, <laughs> It definitely came out. It just came on digital. And it was one of the top hit, uh, top movies. Man, that's crazy. Paul Blart. Paul Blart. This is great content. Paul Blart, 2009. 2009, Paul Blart Mall Cop 2, 2015. Never watched the second one. Did you watch the second one? Mm, part of it, not all of it. Not all of it, no. didn't make it through? No. Didn't, couldn't sustain a second why. movie, huh? No. No, <laughs> couldn't sustain it. It's one of those, it's one of the, to me, it was one of those things where if it was a sketch on SNL, I would have thought it was really funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. as a whole movie, I'm like, what? Like, why are you, why is it? Yeah. This is, anyway, I didn't come here Purely, to, I did, to be honest. Um, I came here just to talk shit on Paul Blart again. But no one has sent me any copies this week. No one has given me a call from Vinny's to let me know that there's copies. Um, there's still there's still bits of the DVD case all over the floor from last time. I still haven't cleaned that up properly. And uh, yeah, apologies for the last episode. Um, I did actually get a piece of the DVD stuck in my throat when I snapped it. Um, so I'm gonna try and look back at that footage and see if I can actually find the exact moment that I died. Um, but yeah, that was the reason for a couple of cuts in the last episode is that uh, bang, snap a DVD, plastic goes in your throat. You can't talk, that's just um, how it works. That's just law. But yeah, man, Alvin, good to have you back, man. Um, last week we didn't really have too much of an Anna Diamas chat. No. But there's been, there's been some big, it's been some big news. A mm -hmm. um, couple of uh, like a week ago, week ago or so, maybe maybe ten days. I don't know. Turns how many days you've been weeping for, how many days you've been crying for. Um, big news: Anna Diarmas dating Bradley Cooper. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What's the man? The, the Hangover Boy. Bradley Cooper is yeah. a big. There was you know there was all that chat last year, like that he was in love with Lady Gaga. Yeah. yeah. Never happened. Yeah, he had a very beautiful wife. She was a Victoria's Secret model, I believe. Yeah. Um, or something like that. He has a kid with her. He even, uh, he even had, he was married to, and this is pretty retro callback, but he was married to a lady called Jennifer Esposito. And she was like, if you've, I'll show you a photo one time, but I'll put, a, I'll, we'll put a photo up here and put it up right there, right? And you guys will be like, oh, that lady, like, She's, she was in every 90s movie 
ever mm. on 2000s movie and she was she's a beautiful lady but he was married to her and now he's got Anna and there's I think there's probably a bit of an age gap yeah a bit of an age gap I think Cooper's Cooper's 40 something right yeah and I'd say she'd be borderline borderline 30 yeah that's you know credit to him we talked about last episode about the age gap between Simon and the Wiggles and his wife and I think you just if you're if, if you're a talented man <laughs> if you're a talented man then you can't deny like especially if you can sing which Simon in the Wiggles he can sing and Bradley Cooper can sort of sing um, I've watched The Star Is Born a couple of times he seems to be able to sing so if you have talent like you can have an age there's an age gap between me and my wife you know seven years between her and I so there you go thank you thank you very much um, was it uh, um, tell me something girl this, so that's Bradley Cooper just there was that this? yeah similar yes close your eyes close your eyes and be like um um uh, what's, the, what's the other song um I don't even know what the other song is. I can't even think. I've listened to that album a lot, actually. A Star Is Born soundtrack. Um, if you guys get anything from this episode, I recommend listening to A Star Is Born soundtrack. It's actually quite a banger. But, um, yeah. Oh, that's the one. Um, maybe it's time to let the old ways die. So, that's... Maybe that's Bradley Cooper. You guys... I don't know. Close your eyes. I should have warned you guys to close your eyes. And then I would have sung. Um, so... You guys would have seen my mouth open there and known that that was me that was singing. But Bradley Cooper with Anna Diarmas, good on them. You know, again, I'm not sure who I'm happier for, you know, like Bradley Cooper's a beautiful man. Anna Diarmas is a beautiful woman. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to, I'm looking forward to Bond. I'm looking forward to her being a Bond girl. Um, we talked about Bond last time. You know, he's, he's a bit of a sus guy, but... But that's okay, I'm still looking forward to it, no matter the fact that he's a bit of a creep. But um, they're, apparently they're in War Dogs together, Bradley yeah. Cooper and yeah. Anna Diamonds, yeah. which was the Miles Teller, Jonah Hill flick. Bloody... That was like five years ago, though. Five years ago. What have they been? They've been so, sitting on it. Yeah. They fell in love. What is Bradley... That seems to be his, his MO, you know what I mean? Like, that seems yeah. to be the way he does it. He's... Uh, maybe he's... He was married back then. He would have been married back then, he so he married. couldn't have... Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, I mean, it didn't stop... Apparently, it didn't stop Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. You know, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, yeah. they're in love. Brad Pitt threw some serious shade at Angelina Jolie at the SAG Awards. That was, that was pretty oh, funny. He said, um, so in, in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, uh, he plays um, a drunk who gets his shirt off who hates his wife. And then he made a comment being like, um, that must have been a real stretch for you guys to believe or something like that. And it's like, oh, what a, so funny, so funny. But, oh man, it's good to, it's good to be back. Um, I've had, um, had some, uh, had some interesting stuff happening. Um, I, I messed up, I messed up if I'm being honest. I, um, the other day I, I did a gig up in Newcastle for, uh, going back maybe a week and a bit now. Um, I did a gig up in Newcastle and a uh, lovely, lovely gentleman up there, uh, by the name of Grant, he took, takes photos up, uh, up there at the Big Dog Comedy and he took some photos of me, great photos, so I put them on my social media and just for a lull, um, every now and then uh, I do like to just tag myself in places, like just random places, um, 
one of my favorite ones to tag in is um, Sexy Fat Boys, which is apparently a restaurant somewhere in Florida or something. Um, but so I tag in at Sexy Fat Boys all the time. But um, what I did the other day was is um, I noticed that a lot of like comedy comedian friends have uh, have started going down the influencer route. Um, so they're tagging the brands of clothes. Um, that they're wearing, like in their photos when they're on stage, you know, you tag um, Threadless or whoever, whatever the brand is. Um, and just for a bit of a lull, um, I tagged Lowe's, like the company Lowe's. Um, the shirt I was wearing was not a Lowe's shirt, but I tagged them anyway. And then um, they, like an hour later, they followed me on Instagram. <laughs> Um, liked my photo, commented on it, asking if they could share it, asking if they could share it and if that they would tag me in it. And I said to my wife, I said, I have messed up. Um, I did this for a lol. And she was like, your jokes are just so weird sometimes. Like, you're so hit and miss. That's what she said. She was like, sometimes you're so funny and then other times your things are just like, why would you even do that? And this is one of them. And I was like, yeah, I know. I just thought it'd be a bit funny. Um, I regret it. And then she was like, you have to steer into it now. And I was like, I know I can't, I can't reply to them and be like, Oh, it's not, it's not actually your shirt. Um, sorry. It's not your shirt. Um, and it's not your pants, it's none of your clothes actually. Um, I just did it for a, a giggle. Um, so I replied to their comment asking if they could share it. I said, sure thing, go for it. And then maybe 12 hours later, I got a notification that I'd been tagged in a photo by Lowe's Australia. And then I went on their page and then they had just basically shared the same photo being like saying that I um, looked good on stage and all this stuff. And then uh, about four hours later, it was gone. Um, because I think they realized that they don't have any flannelette shirts with hoodies on them. Um, I guess someone who <laughs> must have brought it to the attention of the social media man, social media team. But yeah, they got taken down. So I've made a real powerful enemy there. Um, I'm never gonna be on a Lowe's ad now. Uh, I'm never gonna be like, I'm never gonna be rubbing shoulders with Daryl Broman and like ex-footballers. I'm never gonna be doing that anymore. Um, I've messed up. I've, I've really, I've really let myself down. Um, like I know I would have been like, like at Lowe's, like I would have been good. I have been like, um, like major savings, back to school prices. Add lows. I wouldn't click, obviously, because you got to do finger guns. But um, add like that would have been, I would have been really good at it, guys. And I've really messed that up. Um, so my sincerest apologies to Lowe's. Um, not sure if they're still following me. I might check that. Um, but I'll check it right now to see if they are still following me. And look, that's the thing is that um, you know. I, I love them. Um, I love them for, for doing that. That's really sweet. Yeah, they're still following me. Um, anyway, <laughs> we're still buds. 
probably maybe won't put this video up. Don't want to cause it. Nah, just a kid, just a joke. We'll put it up. Who cares? But um, yeah, so I've made a real powerful enemy there. Lowe's, Lowe's and I, not not friends anymore. Um, but that's fine. That's fine. I um yeah, I'm not going to do. Won't be doing any corporates for Lowe's anytime soon. Um, but uh, yeah, people seem to. Alvin, you liked my corporate story last last time. You liked it. You, you. Uh, after we finished recording, you were like, "Seriously? Like, was that is that a serious story?" I was like, "Yeah, man. That's that's a life of a corporate." And I was I'm trying to I was trying to think of other corporates I've done, and uh, another one that sticks in my mind, a corporate that I did for Coke. Corporate that I did for Coke. Um, I got a got a call that the coke uh coke uh branch or whatever of um the central coasts were looking for someone to come to their christmas party went to the christmas party it was in a restaurant in 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 a hotel um and i got there and it's myself and another comic and we were like where's the stage and the people were like oh um i don't know uh there's not oh, it's not really a stage and we we're like okay cool, um, where's the mic? And they were like, oh, um, no, there isn't. Oh, we don't have a mic. We can ask if there's a mic. And they went to the restaurant people and asked them. And the restaurant people were like, yeah, we have a PA system like that we use to announce like when meals are ready and stuff. And uh, we're like, yeah, cool, let's use that. And they gave us a microphone. It was like as big as your hands, like literally, it was like I was holding my phone. I was like, blah, blah. anyway, but so I do that. Like we get, we get given that microphone, the lights stay on. This lady that's running the event, she goes, I'll get their attention. Um, just, just follow my lead. And she grabs a chair, puts it at the front of the room and then just climbs up onto the chair and gets the microphone. She's like, listen up everyone. The comedians are here. And then we uh, get brought up um, just by our first names. Um, so I got brought up just as Mitch. Um, which is always handy. Definitely handy when you're trying to build, um, trying to build a career. Um, uh, you know, you want people to know who you are, but just refer to me as Mitch. That'd be good. And they can, then they can just figure the rest out. Um, just type in Mitch comedian and I'm sure there's, I'm sure I'm just the only one really. Um, but yeah, so this lady brings us up, we go up basically just standing on a chair. Everyone's clinging and clanging, having their dinner, you know, not really paying attention. Some people are, some people aren't. You know, we got told to rip on certain people, which is usually the way with uh, corporates. You know, um, you do you do a corporate for Coke, you rip on Pepsi. You do you do a corporate for Woolworths, you rip on Coles. That sort of thing. That's just how it works. Um, so we're, we're doing it. Whatever it goes, it goes fine. Like it's nothing crazy. And uh, the other comic leaves, and I go to the bathroom. And I'm in the bathroom and I'm in the cubicle and then two guys walk in to use the urinal and one of them's like, geez, I wonder how much we paid for those blokes. And he goes, yeah, yeah, I know. Well, you know, yeah, they were all right, nothing crazy, blah, blah, blah. And then um, the original guy goes, mate, whatever they paid, I wish they just added it to the bar tab instead, which was heartbreaking to hear i'm just in the urinal just my god like literally i stayed in that cubicle for so long just on the off chance that that man was like there or near the bathroom but what a yeah just like we've come 
that's just I think that's just the mentality of like corporate gigs though is that like like we would much prefer like we like our like we went to a uh, a thing this year for for our work and we went to Luna Park and they were like oh you can go on the rides and stuff and like you're like oh that's pretty cool but then one of the people at work was like can't we just put that like can't we just put the money that we paid for the tickets towards the bar and then your brain's like yeah that's true can't we do that so I just I do get where they're coming from um, and you know if they obviously work at coke or something in a on the central coast possibly in a factory maybe they're maybe they're not loving life maybe they want to let off a bit of steam you know and that they don't want to hear about at the time i was like a 26 year old man they don't want to hear about a 26 year old man that has problems um that he wants to talk about but so that was my other coke corporate story so was that was that as brutal as the first one um, Br- I reckon the first one was a lot more. First one was first one was more brutal on stage. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the first one could have been worse. Like, what if you went to the toilet in the first one, and then you probably would have heard something else. Man, yeah. The, yeah, that's the thing. Lucky I'd I'd been to the toilet earlier. <laughs> I didn't need to go. But that first that first one, man. I literally when I got there, like there was a band playing, and they were like. This band's just going to play for like another 30 minutes um, if you just want to go sit in the offices. And they made me sit in an office of a leagues club. Like, it's just some dude's office. Like, as though you were just in an office. And I just sat there and was like, cool. Like, I just waited. And went through my went through my set being like, oh, you know, what, what will I think works? You know, blah, blah. And it's like, oh, nothing. Nothing works in the end. Is what you didn't need to do. But, oh, man. What a what a joke! What a joke! My um, my wife's birthday's coming up. My wife's birthday's coming up. We're sort of tossing up stuff to do, and uh, my uh, brother-in-law or sister-in-law, I can't remember who it was, um, mentioned roar and snore. Do you guys, do you know do you know what roar and snore is? It's where you stay overnight at the zoo. Uh, Taronga Zoo? There's one at Taronga Zoo and then there's one at Western Plains Zoo. So you stay overnight at the zoo, you get like a private tour, all this sort of stuff. You know, you can either sleep in like a nice cabin, you can sleep in a tent, whatever. Um, And I was like, that that sounds pretty cool. Like that's pretty, that's pretty fun. It's like a, you know, in in Australia, we don't really have too much in the, like it's kind of like a little budget safari. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's what it is. So especially if you go out Western Plains Zoo, you know, it's probably, all kinds of maybe it feels like a proper safari i don't know it's pretty drought stricken out there but i looked into it because i was like that might actually be pretty cool to take my wife there and uh so 675 dollars 675 dollars to do the roar and snore um i can't remember if that was taronga or western plains but i feel like Western Plains was more expensive than Taronga, and one of them was $675. I can't remember which one was which, but $675. Like, it's, 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 it's insane. Like, we, you know, that's a, if you think about, like, the, peop- the main clientele of people that are going on a roar and snore are going to be, like, people with a family. So that was, like, dedicated for, like, two people. So, like, if you've got mum and dad and then you've got two kids, mm. that's almost 13, or it is 1,300 bucks to go there. Like, I should just set up my own, like, roar and snore at my house. Like, I have, 
I've got four cats. I've got four cats. I've got a rabbit. Just give me like, uh, give me a hundred bucks and I'll set you up a tent on my front lawn. I'll go and get like various costumes for the cats and stuff. I'll make you think it's one's a lion. One can be a zebra, whatever you want. Like I can give you like a legitimate roar and snore and I'll do the snoring. Like I won't wear, I won't wear my sleep apnea mask. And I'll, you can just camp out in a tent outside my bedroom. I won't wear my sleep apnea mask and you can, you can just hear me snore and there'll be a, there'll be a bunch of cats that'll just hang around. 175 bucks I'll do it for. Um, I put it, I've put it down. Well, look, you've got to start low. Which is not what to remember. I feel like it was definitely cheaper. Like, I feel like I heard it was cheaper unless you bought, unless you used to pay per ticket instead of per like couple or room or something. But it's like the bridge climb. The bridge climb is like one of those things that like, I feel like being in Sydney, like both of us being in Sydney, like I feel like we take for granted that we live near the bridge or like I live, I take for granted that like, that I, like every time I need to go to the city, if I'm doing a gig, an audition, just going to the city, every time you drive over the bridge yeah. and then you drive back and you're like, what a beautiful, like it's actually a beautiful bridge. Like yeah. if, you know what I mean? Like people, like, you know, we've got friends, like one of our friends from work is, is over in America at the moment and she's like taking photos with like the Golden Gate Bridge yeah. and all that sort of stuff and it's like, man, why don't we appreciate this beautiful bridge we have? Yeah. And it's like, but I'm not paying $219 to go up it. <laughs> like I probably would, which is what I would, which is what I would say about the bridge climb and the roar and snore. <laughs> if for any reason I do get given them yeah. for like a birthday or if roar and snore hear this and they want to like, if they want to prove me wrong, that it's worth it, I'll go. Like I will go and I'll take, $675 worth of snacks and I'll have the best time of my life. But there's so many like, like I don't want to say they're ripoffs. Like that's, that's expensive, but it's an experience. You know what I mean? But it's, I just don't think it's like, I don't think it's like good for the common man. Like some dude that like, I don't know, just like a plumber or like an electrician or something. And it's like, maybe his wife doesn't work. You know, they've got a couple of kids. She looks after the kids. They're on a, you know, they're on his salary, blah, blah, blah. And the kid goes, oh, I want to go to Roar and Snore. It's like, well, tell me this year and then I'll start saving for your next birthday. Cause it's so fucking expensive. Like we have so many, like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to say they're a rip off, but the bridge climbers nuts, photo booths, photo booths. That's like, you go to like a wedding or like a function or like, I went to a, like a, a white ribbon, like I hosted a white ribbon ball and they had a, uh, they had a photo booth there and it was like all this different stuff. And it's like, I pay like five, $600 like minimum for a photo booth at like an event. And so like, that's like, it's literally, it's just like, it's just a photo booth. They've got like a bunch of like props from like hot dollar or like hot bargain or something like big glasses, you got a silly bow tie, you got like a sign that says like, I'm with stupid or like, I'm with her. And then his sign says like, I don't know who she is uh, or whatever it is. But man, it just blows my mind. It's like, we need to get rid of photo booths. Like that's, you know, 2020, that's why I want to, I'd really like to eradicate photo booths. And if, 
there's a lot. Look, similar to the Roar and Snore, like I'll do, I'll do your photo booth. Um, I can set up. I'll set up like a, I'll set up like a shower curtain. I set up a shower curtain. I set up a camera, and then like you and your friend just come over. I'll have gone to like Hot Bug and I'll bought all the dumb stuff, you know, the big sunnies, you know, moustache, nose, all that stuff. Yeah, similar to the Roar and Snore, like, I make my own Roar and Snore. I'll make my own photo booth. Like, come over to my house. You and your friend come over to my house, I'll set up like a shower curtain, I'll put a camera in there. I'll have gone down to Hot Bug and Master Bug and wherever you want, really, whatever you need. I'll go down there earlier in the day. I'll get like uh, sunnies with the nose, the moustache, that'll be funny. Big sunnies, I'll get you a bow tie. Um, what else? Oh, I'll get you funny, like a funny hat, a fedora. I'll get all the stuff and then we can just have a photo booth at my house if you give me like poor... Maybe I'll go the same as the Roar and Snore. I'll give 75 bucks. 75 bucks I'll do you. 150 I'll do a Roar and Snore at my house at night and then the next morning we can set up a photo booth to take up the memories. <laughs> I'll like bring the cat in and everything. I'll bring the cat in, he'll still have, still have the lion, still have the lion shit on. Um, man. Yeah, the weight loss stuff, the weight loss stuff's still going pretty good. Um, I'm noticing, like I heard this, I actually heard this thing like, um, you know, John Favreau, like the director, um, Happy from uh, Avengers and stuff. He said, people asked him when he was losing weight, uh, what he did to lose weight. He said one of the major things that helped him lose weight was not finishing his kids' dinners. And I thought that was so funny. Like, just the idea of like, because I've already started doing it. Like, my daughter, she'll have like, just a little plate of Rissoles or something. And then at the end of it, there'll be like a part, like half a Rissole there. And I'll just be like, oh, just chuck it in. Or she'll have tuna or something I'm like oh just finish that off for her like no wonder you put on like no wonder you put on like it just blows my mind like my father-in-law like my, my wife's dad he's uh he's a cereal finisher like he loves to he loves to finish dinners um I mean as I do as well I'm, a, I'm all about it but you know he's had six kids and you know finishing dinners all the time Finishing dinners all the time. Um, every time we go out to dinner, it's like, or every every time we have dinner there, it's like, Dad, do you want to finish this? Dad, do you want this? And blows my mind that he's not just a massive dude. Because um, he's, you know, by letter of the law, finishing all these dinners. But, you know, I'm just hoping that, you know, just I'll, I'll keep finishing my, my daughter's dinners for a little bit. Um, you know, while it's just a risole, while it's just a bit of tuna, while it's a bit of, you know, this morning she had raisin toast and she only had like half of it. And I was just like, <laughs> I'll finish that off. Like, may as well. It's just going to go in the bin. Um, but once she gets a bit older and like we're going out and stuff and it's like, we're going to the pub and get her a you know, chicken schnitzel kids meal or something. And she only has like three bites. Probably not the smartest idea to be like, daddy's done with his meal. Now pass this entire meal over as well. Num, 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 ba, 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 like just keep getting all bigger. But yeah, it's, uh, oh man, that's, uh, yeah, the weight loss stuff. It's, it's going good. It's going good. I'm, uh, I'm feeling strong. No one has shamed, did I, um, did I just do, I think I almost just went like that, like out of habit. Like I was like, feel, I went like, I felt my arm go up when I said, I'm feeling strong. And I, I like, like it wanted to, 
show it off like I just needed. Anyway, move on. But um, yeah, I, um, no one shamed me. No one shamed me this week, which is nice. I was um, thinking about like being shamed when I was younger. I was thinking about being shamed and like, you know, got dacked on the bus. I've already talked about that. You know, things happen. That's fine. But I was thinking about this time where I was, um, yeah, I wasn't, I, you know, I didn't really have a great deal of money. Like I just, just had my life, just got my license, right? I didn't have a great deal of money, but I wanted to get some petrol. And I remember being like, okay, I've probably got, you know, enough money to like, to live on this week, you know, you know, this car, it's, it's not great on petrol, but I need to go a couple of places. I'll just chuck maybe 20 bucks in, 10 bucks in, something like that. And I pull up at the petrol station, I start filling it up, and then literally, like, maybe I'm about $5 in at this point, filling it up, and then I just hear this, like, g'day, mate. And I look up, and it's one of my mate's dads. And, you know, he's a lovely, lovely dude. Um, grew up with him. He used to be my soccer coach, but um, I see him, we start chatting, you know, how's so-and-so, yeah, great, blah, blah, whatever, like we just well, left school, so you know, I hadn't really seen him too much, hey, doing, how's, how's everything, how's your mum and dad, blah, 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 and then I'm just talking, 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 and then I just feel this like, clunk, and I, like, I realised that I'd been filling up petrol the whole time, that I... I've been talking to this guy or to my mate's dad and I look down and I'm like, ah, oh, shit. I take it out. I was like, gotta just be cash, just be cash. I take it out, <clears throat> put it back in the holder, fill up, uh, like put up, uh, put my car, what is it? Close the petrol cap, far out. <laughs> Close the petrol cap and just look at the screen and it's like $76. And I was like, shit, okay. Um, so I went in, went in to pay. And of course my mate's dad comes in with me at the same time. And I well truly know that I don't have $76. <clears throat> so my mate's dad comes in with me at the same time. I know that I well truly don't have $76. I just fake that I don't have my wallet. And I'm like, oh my God. I just, I just ran over here to get petrol. I didn't bring my wallet. And my mate's dad's like, oh mate, I'll get it for you. I'll get it for you, you know, whatever, whatever. And I was like, no, 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 it's fine. It's fine. I'll, um, I'll, I'll like, can I like, can I just run home? Can I just run home and get my wallet? And the petrol guy was like, no, like you're not leaving. And he's like, do you have anything you can leave for proof? And for two seconds, I went to reach in to my pocket to grab my wallet to get my license for just like two seconds. And I was like, no, oh, like, like it just clicked. I was like, oh shit. Like my mate's dad's still standing there. I've just told this elaborate lie. I don't have my wallet. And then I'm like, oh, actually, <laughs> surprise. I do have it, um, but I don't have $76. Um, so I... Uh, I leave my, uh, no, leave, sorry. I, uh, he's like, you can leave your phone. I'm like, no, no, no. So I called my dad and then my dad came and the, ooh, like my dad, so my dad comes and rather than, 
you know, he obviously isn't bringing me my wallet. My wallet is in my pocket. Um, he just walks up and he's like, yeah, how much? And I was like, 76. And then he just walks in and, uh, and pays for the petrol, like on his card in front of the guy and like just totally just show, like so the guy the guy's like oh you like the not not my mate's dad the the guy behind the camera is like oh you brought his wallet my dad was just like yeah yeah like obvious that i had just been spinning shit to this bloke my dad like that's that's my favorite type of like when someone just doesn't give a hell about like doesn't give a shit about whatever lie you've just told or whatever story you've made up and they just go yeah yeah that's what that's what's happening right now um that's what i'm doing and yeah so daddy he got me he, he shamed me a little bit there but you know i felt good um you know my mate's dad asked me like we went and had drinks like a couple of weeks later my mate's dad was like oh you sorted out that whole petrol thing and uh yeah that um that hurt um mainly because i told my friend i told my friend the story and i'm 90 percent sure he would have told his dad so i could have just like i could have just been straight up and been like you distracted me i wasn't going to put 76 dollars of petrol in but instead i lied which is the human nature thing of lying where you're like oh no we couldn't we couldn't possibly seem weak or something i had to come up with this whole lie make my dad stop watching the V8 supercars, come over, bail me out. And I don't even think I paid him back. Like that's, I'm not a good son. I'm not a good son. I made him leave the house, come over to 7-Eleven, pay for my petrol, never paid him back. Probably hates me, probably hates me. But yeah, I am, um, yeah, petrol. I'm having a real, a real vendetta against petrol stations and say <laughs> like the first the first episode i'm like the lady's fucking shaming me yeah. she's like apples <laughs> as if you know what they are and then second one is like 7-eleven guys making me drive their brothers <laughs> to work or the station or whatever and then this one i just owe every petrol station money apparently but also i'd really like to uh can we just get rid of night windows at petrol stations you know, the, like, the oh, night... We have to go up to the night window to pay. And it's, like, sometimes, like, especially driving home from gigs late, like, sometimes I want a snack and or a drink, and I don't know what snack or drink I want <laughs> until I see what specials there are. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't want to... Just take it... And they get so angry at you, like, how much is... Like, you're the night... How, how much is a Pepsi Max? And they're, like, uh, can, bottle big bottle and you're like all of them just tell me the prices like just tell me the prices for pepsi max and it's like nah that's a ludicrous price man and you're like ask them all do you have any red rock deli chips and you're like yes which ones and they sprout them all off and you're like it's gonna be so much easier you just opened your fucking door and let me i'm not gonna rob you like i'm just an overweight comedian on the way home from a gig looking for some carbs like that's it's all I want, bro. I don't want... I'm not going to come in and rob you. Maybe... I don't know. You've robbed yourself of your dignity. Working in a petrol station. Overnight. Nah, it's alright. I'd kill for a job. I'd actually... I'd really enjoy a job at a petrol station overnight, I think. Just be like... After a while, you'd be just doing nothing. 
after like a week or two. Just... Mind you, that's like, I feel like that's the way with any job is that you have like, you have it in your head of how it's going to be and how like you think like how relaxed it's going to be and all this stuff. Yeah. And then you get there and it's like, oh no, they've got a hundred things for you to do. <laughs> and then the next morning you're like, why didn't you do those things? And you're like, oh, I was watching, sorry, I was watching Netflix. Um, <laughs> it's like, yeah, like you just, I feel like any job I've ever had, I've always kind of been like, oh, it'd be good for some downtime. And like, that's good, you know, once you finish your job, what else is there to do? And then you're like, you know, here's a hundred things for you to do. You're like, oh, okay, good. Good, good, good. Now I'll do them. Yep, can't wait, can't wait. But, man, I saw a guy, uh, I saw a person, I saw a kid get their foot stuck in a travelator earlier. Like, not today, like a couple of days ago. Um, so, like, going up the travelator and then his foot just, like, just gets caught, like, the shoe just gets caught. And then it wasn't, like, even, I want to say two days later, maybe the next day, um, so there was this kid and this is just seems to be like a fad that teenagers do and i'll go into that in a second but so it gets on um what's the difference between travelators and escalators again which one's which escalators are the stairs travels are the yeah cool that makes sense escalate yeah travel yep cool so an escalator obviously the stair one right um as it takes off teenage guy teenage girl teenage guy just sits down on the travelator and then when he gets to the top, his shirt gets stuck. And it like, it just kind of shreds the bottom and he like rips it out. And it's like, it was, it was pretty funny. I was hoping, I was already on, I was on like world star, <laughs> like filming it. I was like, die, die, little piece of shit. But um, I don't know, it seems to be like a teenage thing. Like, and I'm sure people like, I'm sure people have seen it. It's like the minute they get on an escalator, it's like cool to sit down on it and like face backwards and like the girl was still standing up so he was like what like <laughs> trying to talk to her it's like how long is an escort just just fucking just stand up like just stand like you gotta be so cool like it's it just has to be so like non-conforming like everyone jumps on the escalator they just stand they just ride it or sometimes they walk if they're you know that way inclined they climb up as it goes up but like these teenage boys and really it's it's borderline like lads it's always lads that are doing it and it's like they're sitting down they're not conforming fuck the man whatever you can't tell me what to do and it's like i don't know what the equivalent of that is as you get older it's probably it's like when i take the pram on the escalator <laughs> like not with a baby in it like i give the baby to my wife and then i hold the pram on and everyone's like oh you you're a piece of shit, but, um, yeah, like just this, the idea of like, I don't know. I just want them to hurt, get hurt. I want them to get hurt. And I want, I want it to be like a big, powerful lad that gets hurt and it gets back to like lad central lad HQ guys, new, new directive. We've got to stop sitting down on travelators or escalators, escalators, whichever one it is. Um, you know, I know we don't like conforming. Like we'll just step it up our, we'll just step up our like tagging of trains. We'll just tag more trains. We'll spray paint more buses, that sort of stuff. We'll pick up the slack that way, but we can't conform guys. But you also, you can't sit down on escalators. Like David had his FUBU shirt ripped 
And now he's real sad. Is that a brand? That's a lad that brand, a right? Brand. That's a brand. That's a lad brand. Fubu. Yeah. I don't even know if it is anymore. I feel like it was like a bit of an Eminem brand when I was a kid. Like it was like all just like bright jackets, bright pants. Fubu. Fubu. Yeah, man. Oh. Sports brand. No. It's a feeler. Feeler. Is that who I'm thinking of though? Is that who I meant to th- say? Feeler? Oh, maybe. For lads? Yeah, yeah, feeler. Yeah. Nike. Uh, yeah. Adidas. That's, yeah, man, there is anything. Nordica. Nordica. Like anything, like, uh, what's the. Um, even like, I feel like they're kind of jumping into like. It's anything that's like rebel sport, I think. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. even like a bit of an Under Armour. Like, I've definitely seen some some Under Armour stuff. Man, lads are... I always think about, like... I'm always worried about having kids. And, like, now I've got a kid. So it's, like, whatever. But I was worried about having boys because I was worried that they would turn out to be lads. Like, I mean, I could... You could love them. That's fine. But, you know, people, like... My kids can make whatever decisions they want. You know what I mean? Like, do whatever job... Well, you know, whatever you feel, you know, whatever sexuality, all that sort of stuff, that's fine. But just don't come home and be like, dad, I need a, I need a bunch of spray paint. I'm a lad. Please accept me for who I am. Like, no, I'm not going to accept that you're a lad. You are, you are not my son. I denounce you. Is that what you do? Do you denounce children? Uh, divorce. I'm gonna divorce you. I'm gonna divorce. You. I'm sitting like this again. <laughs> I don't know why, but yeah, man, that's uh, that's about all I had to talk about this episode. That's all I really wanted to to talk. I wanted to talk about travelators. I need people to send me some more copies of Paul Blart. I'm gonna. I've got a couple of. I've got the day off tomorrow. I'm gonna. My wife loves going to like op shops, so it kind of works well for me. So I can check all the DVD sections at op shops. Um, I still refuse to go to JB Hi-Fi and buy any copies from there because it's too much. I'm not an idiot like Alvin pays $13 for it. But um, please, um, if you have a copy of Paul Blart, uh, message me on my page, uh, Mitch Garland Comedian on Facebook um, and tell me that you have a copy and I will tell you where to send it. And then um, I will do a video of me smashing it and I'll send it to you. And that will be a treat for mainly me um i will like it i'm doing it again anyway um just make like a pyramid of um a pyramid a pyramid of it and just like bowl them 10 pin what would be the best like i did a video maybe two years ago of um i was like this is a this is the tips like these are my tips to watch paul blart and it was just me doing insane stuff like breaking Mm -hmm. copies i was like using like a mower and like a whippersnipper and stuff like that. I need to think of like, what I really ideally would like to do is like, maybe just go, I'd really like to just go and throw one off like the Skillion. Do you know the Skillion? It's like a big mountain thing up on the central coast and just go and throw it into the ocean. That'd be great. I don't, I don't want a litter though. Um, I, was, I was on a don't be a tosser ad. Um, so I can't, I need to represent the EPA well. Um, I can't be seen throwing <laughs> copies of Paul Blart into the ocean. Imagine um, someone reported you. For that. I know, right? And then they go on the <laughs> app and it's like, 
literally my face being like, report here. And it's me. <laughs> Just this weird like inception, EPA, don't be a tosser inception. But yeah, please send me, send me uh, copies of Paul Blart. Um, I've got Sydney Comedy Fest dates are going to be announced pretty soon. Uh, Melbourne Comedy Fest dates are up. Uh, I'll be down in Melbourne. I'm doing a show at the Speakeasy. I'm doing my show Cat Daddy down there during the Comedy Fest, so I'll be there. I think it's April 13 to April 19, so I'm just coming down to do six or seven shows. That will be awesome. Um, yeah, stay up to date with all my socials stuff at Snitch Garling on Twitter at Mitch Garling on Instagram, Mitch Garling Comedian on Facebook. Um, yeah, if you if you liked it, um, just tell your friends, tell your pals, tell your tell your enemies, tell whoever. Um, hopefully someone else will show up to the society soon. It's getting pretty, pretty quiet in here. Um, what would you do if you, um, if Kevin James was to come on the show? If Kevin James was to come on the show? Imagine. Man, that's a great final thought, Alvin. That's so good. Last, last time I put you on the spot asking if you had anything to talk about and I apologize. But what if Kevin James wants to come on the show? Kevin James wants to come on the show. Um, I would, why would, yeah, 100%. Come on, man. Come in. I think... At this point, he's got to know that the things he's making are average. Oh, yeah. Sure. No, like, sure. even sort of Adam Sandler has a bit of a rep of making average stuff. And then every now and then he'll make something good. Yeah. And you're like, great. That's awesome. Like, I really quite liked that murder mystery one he did that was on Netflix with Jennifer Aniston, directed by the dude from Workaholics. Um, and, and the movie coming out on Netflix, Uncut Gems is like oh, people are like how did he not get an oscar yeah. nomination mm -hmm. like for that so um very keen for that but you know at least he breaks the mold yeah. you know what i mean yeah. whereas i feel like kevin james is just like uh so i'm gonna be i'm gonna be like a dumb fat guy in this one this is paul blart then i'm gonna be in here comes the boom which is about um, me being a dumb fat guy and then i mean hitch which was actually all right. Hitch was fine, but I think that was more Will Smith was great in the Hitch. But he's going to be the dumb fat guy in that. And no, not that I can talk. It's really interesting um, that an overweight comedian from Australia is sitting on a podcast talking about how bad Kevin James is while he sits in his mansion in America just loving life. But either way, Kevin, come on the podcast, bro. Alvin's put it in my head. Come on, come in, come in. We'll have a chat. Um, tell, tell me, hopefully... Maybe smash some DVDs together. We'll smash some DVDs together. That'd be so good. Hopefully we'll find a Paul Blart 2. That's actually really weird. I haven't found a Paul Blart 2 yet. Um, so many copies of Paul Blart 1. Maybe people are holding on to Paul Blart 2s. They love it. It's much better. But yeah, we can smash some DVDs together. Hopefully hopefully someone will come on that has a dead dad soon. Um, it's not because I haven't... I haven't even thrown it out to anyone yet. I haven't, I haven't really tried to... I'm just putting it out on socials, you know. If you've got a dead dad, come to the society, you know. No one, no one showed. Um, I haven't really put up the meeting times or anything yet either, which doesn't really help, but um, mainly it's just me and Alvin just hanging out at this point. And Alvin's dad is fine. So <laughs> so that's, that's good for him and his family as a whole. But um, yeah, guys, thanks for, uh, thanks for checking out the, uh, the third episode. Uh, again, hope you liked it. Like, subscribe, all that stuff. And um, yeah, I'll see you very soon. Alvin, sorry about Anna again. Um, but Bradley Cooper, no. what a guy, yeah. what a guy. But uh, yeah, lucky guys, man. lucky, lucky man. Guys, thanks for um, stopping by. Stop, anyway. Thanks for watching, guys. Bye bye. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's coming down. Wow, wow, wow.